What's up, guys? On this uh, episode, I'm talking some tips for new hunters. Um, we've all been there at one point in our lives. Uh, if you do hunt and if you do fish, I mean, this this can pertain to fishing as well. Um, but if if you're a new hunter or you've been thinking about getting into hunting, here's a few tips for new hunters and tips for people who already hunt and uh, know some people that want to get into hunting. You can share this stuff with them, guys. Um, really, really great little podcast here. Quick hitter. And uh, we'll get back to some guests here in two weeks. So thank you guys for listening. I love everybody. See you. Hey guys, what's up? It's Mike here. Hey, I want to do a podcast today based around some tips for new hunters. Last year, um, I mean, every year this happens, but last year we really saw it uh, at a new area that we had been hunting and just a ton of new hunters, not only to that area, but new hunters in general. The guys you could tell really didn't know what they didn't know what they were doing. Um, during COVID hunting really blew up, uh, and I'd be lying if I said that, uh, I was ha completely happy about it because frankly, um, you can talk about all the tax money you want, but they throw a lot of that tax money to whatever the fuck they want to throw to, um, where your licensing goes and, uh, all the money they talk about sending into the wild. Um, yeah, it's probably like half of it that goes there. Uh, but Either way, yeah, look, I, I would be lying if I said a lot of people in the hunting industry will tell you this is so awesome. You know, we we want more people in the hunting industry, we want the hunting industry to grow. Um, I'm going to be honest with you, man. It's going to sound a little selfish. Um, no, I don't want any more waterfowl hunters on the private and early on the, on the public hunting spots that I hunt. Uh, it's con consistently every year. It seems to get worse. And then during COVID, it just it just blew up, man. But the reason I don't like new hunters isn't because um, it's on public land. The reason I don't like new hunters isn't because I don't want to see the hunting industry grow. It's because uh, people put themselves and others in dangerous positions when they don't know what they're doing. Uh, whether that be pulling the trigger, setting up, uh, moving to and from your spot, your location. Uh, this is deer hunting. This is turkey hunting. This is duck hunting, waterfowl, ge geese. 
it's all the same. That's that's what this is. Um, folks who don't understand rules and regs are one thing, but to not understand the rules and regs and then also not under, not have a lick of woodsmanship, um, not understand nature, not understand uh, the way that animals work in the wild, uh, the way that they live and the way that they think sometimes and the, in the nuances of hunting not understanding any of that puts the people around you in, in some rough positions. Um, before we jump into this, I do want to uh, talk about our sponsors. And we have a new sponsor this week. That would be Triptych Multi-Tool. Um, I've had Jake Schmidt on the podcast before with Triptych. And now they were uh, generous enough to uh, sponsor us for a year or so. We are going to be singing their praises. We already were before, but now, I mean, now we get to, uh, they get to be a, a player in this podcast. They get to be a part of this podcast. Um, so I want to thank Jake uh, again for the sponsorship opportunity or for sponsoring us. And um, the, the Triptych, the Triptych, T-H-E, however you say it, uh, triptych.com. That is where to go find their products. They have some really cool stuff. And the Triptych Multi-Tool itself is, it's many things in one, as the name says. Dispatch birds. It's no nonsense. It's no bullshit. It's a true blue. This thing will help you dispatch your birds. This thing will help you uh, fix a jam in your gun. Or this thing will help you measure uh, woodcock bills and figure out whether that whether they are male or female this thing will help you measure uh pheasant spurs and uh it just is a great tool to have on your lanyard uh keychain whatever it is on your zipper um on your jacket on your vest this thing's really sweet and uh, i used it a bunch last year you know there's a competitor that um called the finisher I'll just say it. I don't care. Um, I just really didn't like their product. They cast product, uh, made cheap, and they just make them look cute. They cover them in different powder coatings and dips. And, oh, look, mine's American flag. Oh, look, mine's pink with flamingos. And my, Well, guess what? Triptych Multi-Tool is uh, made for people who are just purely fucking good hunters, and they want a good, solid product that they don't have to repurchase every two to three years uh this is a good one this is the one you want uh don't mess around with that other bullshit um also obviously swamp stick m-a-m-p-10 at checkout at swampstick.com swamp stick is killer i used it all last year i love the thing and um i got some videos up on youtube and on on the mountain and marsh youtube page uh, on the Instagram and the Facebook, I got some shorts and some clips that I've made up on there, some reels that uh, TikTok that people can go look at, uh, scroll back to last hunting season. And uh, the Swamp Stick is just a product that literally from a walking stick in to holding mojos and lucky ducks uh, in five foot deep water to uh, holding your gun on the bank or, or your bag or your jacket. Uh, you can get attachments for it. You can hold, you can put cup holders on it. You can 
hold a camera. You can hold your phone to work as a camera. You can put clips on it to hold brush. The thing is sweet. I love it and uh, use the heck out of it last year. Um, and last but not least, John Clear. John Clear is my wife and I's own company. Uh, we are a junk removal service industry company, but we also uh, are contractors. We do contracting work. Um, I do a lot of excavating and grading and clearing and things of that nature, landscaping. So if you guys need it, hit us up, man. Uh, we're always we're always looking to gather new clients because uh, one of the coolest things about owning a business is just being a solid part of the community. And uh, I really enjoy that. So reach out if you got anything you need done and we'll help you. I'll take care of you. All right. And uh, let's get into this thing. So I want everybody to understand that uh, I wasn't trying to be a dick. I really, truly do. Um, one of my favorite things about hunting is taking someone under my wing. And uh, now at age 30, and I've hunted since I could walk, um, I have a lot of knowledge and I like giving that to other people. Um, the Probably the first tip that I can give anyone is if you are a hunter, it's the same thing I would tell anyone looking to get into, uh, they want to start their own business. Uh, find a mentor, find somebody. You cannot go it alone and just wing it. And the reason is, it's the same reason that I tell my son from the time that he even says the word gun, don't point that end of that barrel at somebody. It's the same reason that I tell him, stay out of that mud over there. Yeah, don't jump in the water. Don't. Those might sound like dumb things, but to be honest, man, I... I'm not kidding. Last year, Don and I were hunting, had a guy pop out. I've told this story before, popped out of the woods beside us and almost shot our decoys with an over-under rifle over shotgun and uh, popped out of the woods, almost shot our decoys. Um, and then he ended up shooting a federally protected grebe uh, about 80 yards in, inside of a cove from us. And we had been watching the gritty ball morning. He came back to us and asked us. He wasn't wearing waders. He was wearing an orange and tan upland vest. He was wearing a normal hat. He was wearing some brown tan pants and some regular boots. And he come and asked us to come get it for him. And I had to politely, as polite as I could, tell him, get the fuck away from us. You just shot a federally protected bird and I will not within sight of a boat launch, like 200 yards away within sight of a boat launch and uh, shot a grieve and then asked us to go get it. No, I, I don't believe I will be going to get that bird and you better get the hell out of here because you don't want to get caught, you know? And uh, you know, I was generous enough not to say anything to, you know, to any lawman, but look, to be, to be honest, terrible situation. Um, I know the guy didn't know what he was doing and uh, he probably didn't have anybody to teach him and just, just, a, just a terrible situation altogether. If you want to get into hunting or if you're an avid deer hunter and you've just never waterfowl hunted or never turkey hunted, 
just get a mentor. It's the number one thing you can do is learn through action around someone else who knows their shit. If you know your shit, then you're confident and you, you aren't going to be doing stupid shit. You know, it's that those are the people you want to learn from. Uh, you don't just want to jump in and act like you're going to, uh, shoot a bunch of ducks or, and everything's going to go great. And you're going to, or shoot target or whatever. It's, you really need somebody to teach you. you. You really do. And that would be number one for me. Um, number two, if actually, even if you do find a mentor, but especially if you don't, at least I would reach out to DNR with any questions you have and get a licensed book and read it front to back. Now, when you are three plus years in or two plus years in uh, to hunting and you already have read through the rules and regs uh, and the yeah bag limits and all that and the license uh, the, the seasons and the permitting and, and licenses you need um once you have already figured that out like the like you studied the book the first two years obviously you're going to still have to skim back through it and check season dates and things of that nature to make sure you're legal beagle but once you know this, the, the gist of it and you're using common sense that you have acquired through experience and understanding all the rules and regs, then it's going to be a lot easier to skim through that book on year three through year 30 because you already know what's up. You already know the rules and you just skim through, bop, 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 find out which ones that you know are absolutely the most important and the changes. <laughs> oh, long day today. Um, but that, you know, the changes uh, and that don't make things easy, man. And what you, you want to stay legal, you know, just like the guy shooting the grebe. when he shoots the grebe. hold on, let's start from the jump. When he pops out and almost shoots our decoys, I know that he doesn't know what he's doing. When he pops out in tan pants and an orange and tan upland vest trying to jump shoot waterfowl, I know he didn't know what he was doing. Uh, if we or when he ends up go you know, circling back through the woods and an hour later pulls a trigger and not flat out kills just wings and like mortally wounds, most likely a uh, federally protected grebe. And we just watch it happen. Then we you know, know that he doesn't know. He's uh, many angles. We understood that he had no fucking clue what was going on. Um, so in that moment, um, I, I did, we couldn't help him uh, at that time. It's not like I could, break down and we were trying to kill some birds uh and we didn't really want to do that <laughs> so um but anyway yeah knowing your rules and regs reading through 
the book um, and all that good shit. Number three is I would definitely not spend a ton of money on firearms, bows, archery accessories, like tree stands, mobile hunting shit, uh, avian X decoys, fucking sick of waiters, like a boat. God, I've seen that. Don't do that. Like if you've never done it before, just go in cheap and maybe even try to find someone who has some old hunting gear on Walmart on marketplace uh, that you can buy and you can try it out. If it is a burning passion in you, absolutely turn it on. If if you want to be a gear, I'm not a gear head. I'm a DIY guy. But uh, if you're a gear, if you want to be a gearhead, sure enough, like go for it. Uh, just make sure that you enjoy it to that extent. Uh, you do not want to be caught spending two to three thousand dollars in the first summer, and then turn around and buy November it's thirty degrees and it's raining, and you're like, "Why the hell am I out here?" Uh, so, just something to think about. I would not dive head first, uh, head first into that because it could, it could hurt you, you know, spend all that money and losing all that value if you do not enjoy doing it. Um, and that, that is very much, I think in terms of waterfowl hunters, if you really want to try waterfowl hunting or you want to try hunting in general, and the first thing you really want to do is waterfowl hunting, uh, it's it's what's attracting you. You can really spend a fucking pile of money. Like an obnoxious amount. Like, like really expensive boats and stuff. Like my buddy Matt. And, and then you need a new truck to pull the boat. Like my buddy Matt. And then what you'll do is you'll end up probably spending the money on decoys and shit too. And you know, it's just a whole thing. You know, you might get bow fishing gear. You know, like my buddy Matt, and uh, got to get the good shit. And all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, you got you can have so much shit so quick, and you can spend so much money. Uh, definitely hold off spending loads of money. It can hurt. It can hurt a lot. I still get a weird feeling in my stomach. When I, someone who's hunted for a long time, spend like a thousand dollars on a hunting item, I still get, I feel, still feel weird about it. So it's just one of those things where some people want to, they want the nice shit, they want to spend money, and that's awesome. If you're new, I just advise, don't do it. You could really hate yourself for it. Um, and last but not least, uh, my last tip for this is just have as much fun as you can uh prepare scout but you know take the time to really get into it and if you enjoy the intricacies of it i promise you'll always enjoy it um you know there's a lot of people who and i know who i grew up with hunting hunting with friends of mine and things who just really don't hunt much at all anymore, if they do hunt at all anymore. Um, a lot of them gave it up for golf and sports. And uh, 
whatever. And it, it's like, you know what? That's cool. That's what they want to do. I have such a burning passion for hunting in general and fishing, like just the outdoors. That for me, every day is a new adventure. I, I love it. It's my favorite thing in the entire world. Like it's my family hunting, fishing, then my business. That you, you know, you see what I'm saying? Like, that's how much I love that shit. It's it's literal hunting is number two in my and if you don't know if you do it, enjoy it. Then don't dive in head first, but try to find what you really enjoy. And if you do, when it's 30 degrees, or let's even go, let's go 20 degrees, it's the first week of December, and you're freezing your ass off. We got a cold front. There's bucks pushing does in the second, uh, the second portion of the chase uh in the rut. And you're, you know, you're just put you're sitting there maybe for an hour and don't see a single deer, just anticipating the next deer. And just if that's the way you feel in your first season, and you you just really try to enjoy everything about it. And, and you do, and it really, you really do enjoy it. Uh, you have a fun time sitting by yourself in a tree stand, or you have a fun time going out with uh, one or two buddies and uh, one or two buddies and, you know, shooting one goose when it's 15 degrees out and, uh, or raining, you're wet from 6 a.m. on, and you only shoot a hooded merganser and a hen mallard but you still had a good time, then you enjoy it. You thoroughly enjoy it. Um, if you don't enjoy it, don't be afraid to back away from it because life's too short to be dicking around with shit you don't like doing. I tell myself that every day at work. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, um, I'm not even going to ask you for a rate and review. I don't give a shit. I do this for fun. I do this because I like teaching people and I like learning myself. I like talking to new guests. Uh, so if anybody wants to be on the show, let me know. Um, my apologies to Matt and Dylan. We had recorded a, a new hunter podcast just this past Saturday night. And I accidentally turned off the power strip uh, during the show and it completely botched the audio. And I had to do all of this right now and uh, record this here on Monday before it released Wednesday. So that's my fault, and I feel like a complete piece of dog shit for doing it. I'm sorry. Everybody, hunting season's literally, dude, early goose is three weeks away. It is three weeks away. Deer season in Maryland's three weeks away, four weeks away. Um, it's right on our doorstep. Be ready. I'm currently painting a bunch of decoys, re, uh, repainting and just getting things ready. I'm making some more black ducks. So I actually have like four really nice hand-painted black ducks. I'm making some common mergansers for um, ex kind of exclusively for one location uh, where we have a shitload of commons on some skinny water late in the year. But also I will be using them with on diver spreads. And it's just, uh, yeah, just prepping everything, man, getting everything ready. Super excited. It's going to be here before you know it, guys. Get ready. Get everything. 
Go to Rogers Sporting Goods right now and go get you some cheap shit. Uh, talk to y'all later. Thanks.